So, all right, ready? <clears throat> Three, two, one. I was hey, born everyone. ready. Well, <laughs> well, you ruined it. <laughs> okay. Three. Hey, everyone. Two. Oh. <laughs> Put it in. Just all right. Do the whole thing. Do it. We'll hey do everyone. it live. We're doing it live. Hey, <laughs> you guys, so much. <sighs> hey, everyone. Welcome to episode three of Pixel Raiders Land Party. I'm your host, Antonio. You can find me on Twitter at, at underscore tone zone underscore. Hey, guys, it's Will. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at, at scotch underscore man. Uh, sometimes a tweet. Check it out. It's funny. And hey, it's Danny. You can check me out on the Twitter at, at Danny Rivera. That's D A N E Y Rivera. Hey, this is Tristan. You can find me on the Twitters at Trondu, T R O N D O O D. Sometimes we even tweet. Not really. Sometimes. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I tweet enough for all of us. Yeah. That's, and even that's not that much. All right, so what have oh, you guys yeah. been playing lately? Uh, I'll go first. I've been playing uh, The Witness, uh, but admittedly I stopped oh, a couple yeah. of days ago um, because of the Mother 3 news. So I actually found a copy somewhere of Mother 3 in English. That's offensive. <laughs> I, I, I will take that out. You know, we've set ourselves... I know. So, so I've, actually, I've, actually, I've actually been playing like seven hours of Mother 3, and it's really good. Yeah, that game is fantastic, but we can talk about that later. Would and it I'm be still, Mother I've fucking st- incredible? I would say it's absolutely incredible. And I've still been playing Mario and Luigi Paper Jam. Nice. You know, I haven't played the Paper Jam, but I've heard good things. I like it so far. Can you tell me one thing that you really love about it? The battle system. How so? Uh, just the variety of moves, the team moves, the enemy types. Does it? I've seen like screenshots of it, and it looks like it would play similar to that, like card. Do you remember the the Kingdom Hearts game, Chronicles of Me- of Memories, or something that had the cards and stuff? Uh, I did not yeah. play it. It play, It plays like the Mario RPG games. And like uh, Super Mario uh, Sticker Star, it was called. I think it was called Sticker Star. <clears throat> Sticker Star. Is Sticker Star. Abomination to all of the Mario RPG games. It wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't that good, though. No. But this game's no. good. You should play it. But what what makes what makes the Luigi and or Mario and Luigi RPG stand out is the battle system. It's very action oriented. So anytime uh, a attack occurs, you'll have like quick action quick action events, quick time events that you'll have to perform, and it affects the way that your battle plays out. It's really fun. Mm. Mm, that's fair. <clears throat> that sounds cool. Huh. So what have you been playing, Will? Uh, you know, recently I uh, busted out my GameCube again. Uh, I was just feeling a little nostalgic, and I put in Wind Waker. Mm. So I've Good been game. playing... Yeah, I've been playing so much Wind Waker since the last time we spoke. Um... And something about just sailing on the open seas and being able to, uh, you know, collect the Master Sword and defeat Ganon has thrown me back. Um, So much so that I have just ordered off Amazon Twilight Princess so I can relive that again for GameCube. (laughs) Uh, It's like, seriously, like one of the best games that I've ever played is is Twilight Princess. and I feel like I should relive my my childhood again. Well, I think... I so think I they're making a remake of Twilight Princess soon for Wii U, or not a they, remake, but just a like a revamp, revitalization. Yeah. I, you know, I heard are. that. I did read that, which also probably played into my subconscious. Got to buy this for the original, <laughs> but um, I, I, I actually, you know, I don't own a Wii. I played them. I've, I've have experience, but I don't own them. Well, well, um, now there's been no better time to buy a Wii U than right now. That is true. Although, you know, I also am looking for what it can bring to me more than reliving my old classics, which by the way, I can play on my GameCube. It can bring you new joy and happiness, new joy, new happiness. (laughs) What else? Uh, Pikmin three is literally the best thing. That's fair. Pikmin Mario three, Mario three D land. Or was it world? Mario three D world. The three D Mario game on the Wii U was really, really good. Three D world. Huh. 
Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like, I mean, that probably is worth we can I talk would about a good implication for picking we it up. We time. can have a whole show devoted to, let's convince Will to buy a Wii U. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, for sure. That would be, yeah. We could do that. Yeah. I've been, I've been playing on that, and I've definitely, I've actually gotten back into XCOM because XCOM 2 just came out, and I haven't, I haven't picked it up yet. But I've been playing XCOM original to like kind of see if my mind wants to go towards XCOM 2. I am very jealous of all of you PC gamers because yeah. you get to play XCOM 2 and I don't. Oh. Yes. I was really Can't interested. You? And then I saw it wasn't on PS4 or Xbox and I went, ah, oh, damn, that looks good. It's, you know, you almost kind of re- you require either touch control or... Like my um, mouse keyboard. I don't know that you could do no, it as effectively. I, I, never, as I, had, I never had. Well, I, I never. I never heard that Xbox before. 360, and I never had an issue with it. I mean, yeah, but I feel like I don't know. I feel something more about like just swiping. I feel like it's more quick when I'm on a versus like control yeah. stick. But I could be wrong. That's just an opinion. All I right. mean, it's a well. correct opinion because it's mine, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just an opinion. Oh my All right, gosh. Danny, what have you been playing? <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I've definitely played through at least like 20 or 30 hours of The Witness. I'm so hooked. I need to pick this up. You guys oh keep my blabbering God. about it. It oh is so good. It Well, first of all, it's gorgeous. Like Very gorgeous. The lighting the colors, like all the different environments. It's a pretty small island, but it's so jam-packed full of like beauty and secrets and like different paths that like are totally optional and like you kind of stumble upon. Like Mm -hmm. I had been playing this game for like 25 hours, like running around the same small area. And then I found like a new path and like new puzzles that, I didn't even know we're there. Like, and I had w- been walking through this part like multiple times and I just didn't even notice them. Like, it's so good. And my brain still hurts. And what's crazy about that game too, is it's one of those games where I'll get incredibly frustrated with a puzzle after playing for maybe like an hour or two and I'll just go to mm-hmm. bed and I'll come back in a day or two and then first try, bam, I got it. And I was like, Oh, well that was easy. That's interesting. Yeah. Do you, I, do you find that I really, Jenny? Oh, yeah. I feel like it's definitely growing my brain. Like, I feel like I've had to reteach myself <laughs> not how too, to look not at things. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Um, but no, there, there were definitely points where I was like, this puzzle is fucking impossible. Like, I don't know what to do. I was like getting ready to scream. And I would just like walk to a different section of the map, do some other puzzles, and then come back or sleep on it. And then I was totally fine. Hmm. What, have you been playing anything else other than The Witness? Um, I still have been playing Dark Cloud. Um, and I'm almost finished with the first one now. But The Witness has taken up most of my week so far. Oh, and when I'm on the train, I've been playing that Neko Atsume game on my phone, which I'm definitely addicted to. What is this? I don't, I don't even know what that is. All right. So <laughs> get ready. It's I'm pretty ready. phenomenal. I've it's trapped myself into my couch. So it's a, a game that I have on iOS. I'm not sure if it's available on Android, um, but it's called Neko Atsume. It was originally all in Japanese, and now it's in English. The entire game, all of the gameplay, all you do is put food out and like different toys and things, and then over the course of the day until your food runs out, cats will come into your little backyard and play with the things you've left out for them and eat your food. Game that's matter. literally it. That's literally it. What? You had me at cats. <laughs> and it's, yeah, I'll, so, I'll check it out. It's just, it's so cute and it's called? really mindless. Is, it's really stupid. Called? Neko Atsume. Neko Atsume. Yeah. N-E-K-O, so is- new word, A-T-S-U-M-E. And this is the best game that you could possibly invest your time. It's the best game to not even have to worry about. I searched it and I immediately got like infinite different games that I don't even know how to read the names of (laughs) and like cats just everywhere. Yep. Cat book. 
There's an album of cat photos of them playing with or okay, wait, but it's free though. Oh. Yeah, it's free. Okay, all right. I'll down okay, I'll download this. I'll, it's I'll really it's really like a stupid game, but I don't know why I love it so much. I just don't know. I mean I can I can the tell cat you mind cat. control piece. <laughs> all right, so what about you, yeah. Tristan? I've been playing the Lego Avengers. I've been trying trying to muscle through that game. Uh, I'm not going to say a whole lot about it because I'm going to write some stuff up that you can find, but I will say if you're on the fence about that game, maybe don't pick it up. Ooh, that sounds like a very opinionated article that I'm expecting from you. It's not good. Oh. Especially hmm. in compared to, to past Lego games. It's just... That's a shame. It doesn't even come close. Yeah, it's, it's really a shame because I really wanted to like it. I really loved you know Marvel superheroes. That was Absolutely. Such a game, such an original game, and it's just... There's a whole lot that's wrong with this game. In my I've I've read similar yeah. things. Not to uh, not to spoiler, but did you like? I mean, I, I want to wait for your article. I feel like mm-hmm. we should give it the time that it deserves. But um, is there like one thing that you can call out that you're at, like not like maybe most disappointed with? I don't want you to spoil your article. Well, but, well like, I'm glad you asked. I have five bullet points right here that I would love. <laughs> okay. Um, first of all, the game crashed frequently. It would I would play for like thirty oh. minutes at a time, and then it would just back out to my PS4 menu, which obviously isn't a good start. Okay. Uh, it has this weird, and I've always been like a huge proponent of when Traveler's Tales did like the no voiceovers thing, and they dramatized the dialogue by acting it out. I always thought that was really clever and fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ever since they started doing the voiceovers, it just got worse and worse. And in this game, they're just straight ripping like low quality audio samples from the movies and throwing them oh, on the they, characters. They did that with Jurassic. They did that with the Jurassic Park, and I didn't like it. It just That's doesn't a, fit. And then on top of that, the worst part is. But it's like, like a Lego, have, though. It's not actually them. The worst part is, is they got Kobe Smolders to come in and do some voiceover work for her character. So she has all these like super original lines, and everybody else is just terrible rip-off audio. That's because and they can't pay them to come in. There's one person that I want to hear more of from the Avengers is definitely the girl from How I Met Your Mother. Uh, but, so, I'm detecting and, yeah. a slight sarcastic streak <laughs> with that guy. A little bit. Uh, it's Yeah, it's just not a very good game. Uh, I was into Colby Smolders, though. I thought she was like, she. you know, I appreciate it. Well, everyone's got opinions and yours are wrong. <laughs> uh, I've also been playing oh, Witness. I picked that up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like it. I don't know if I love it as much as Antonio uh, and Danny yet. I'm going to keep keep it going. Takes it takes time. Yeah, I believe it. It hasn't hit me in the same way Fez has. I'll say that. I was watching the little That's ad. Fair. Like while you guys were talking about it, this just right at the start of this again. Like, I was watching the little kind of trailer, and it strikes me a little bit like you ever you ever see like the vanishing of Ethan Carter. That game was pretty good. Yeah, like that's kind of what I, 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 review, I reviewed that game on our website. Yeah, like uh, which it. was a good article. You guys should read that if you haven't already. But like, I feel like if you like the exploration, exploration and like puzzle aspect piece, I'm into. But I think I kind of remember um, what Tristan was mentioning last time that like you know why do these puzzles need to be in a free roam environment versus like knocking them out one to four hundred on an iOS platform. I mean, you know, since it's like line drawing, I, you know, I would need to perhaps see some video or like a let's player go through yeah. it so I could observe first. It definitely makes sense when you're playing it. I feel like, and I, I'm sure that's the case. I just, for me, like $40, I mean, I'm weird about this, but like $40 to me strikes me as, okay, it's not quite good enough for me to, um, you recognize as the developer that it's not quite enough for me to pay you sixty dollars for. Mm. So there's already a lack of something. Um, I don't know that I would the, say the price tag of something judges the quality. I mean, uh, I spent fifteen bucks on Spelunky, and I have I put sure for a thousand hours of my life. Into but 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 we should also be realistic about the fact that like you and me, people who really truly appreciate Spelunky also recognize that you wouldn't pay, even though it's like now, since you played all these hours to it, it's probably still not worth $60. Oh, I would absolutely pay $60 for that. Right, but like you're like, but you're the <laughs> one to 10% that would do that. For sure. Right? <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, right. like realistically, 
Okay, hold on, hold on. So this this is gonna get us way off topic. So this will be a, this is a topic for another day. I'm shelving it. I'm okay with I'm okay with because um, there's two things topics. I want to feel like we should explore those. We will another day. There's two things I want to touch on. Uh, okay. are, is what those your games, Tristan? Uh, yeah, I'm still okay. pushing through Link's Awakening again, but that's it. All right. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So two things I want to touch on. I'm going to go over the recap next because uh, people really like the recap. So someone talked earlier about bad audio from the Lego games. Uh, on the topic of bad audio, I just want to thank everyone who has stuck with us so far. As we oh, said, yeah. this podcast is a work in progress. Everyone here is getting brand new mics. Uh, Danny just invested in a new mic. Uh, and I sound recording- great. While we're recording this live, she <laughs> sounds fantastic. So I'm hoping in editing, she still sounds fantastic. Uh, and everyone else is getting new mics, so things should be much smoother there. Uh, yeah. Also, I want to say thank you to everyone who rated us and left a comment on iTunes. That was very, very cool. The team is really excited for that. And please tell your friends. And if you have yet to leave us a review or a rating, please, please do so. It helps with exposure. Thank you. Yeah, it was really cool. I I wasn't expecting that, so it was I very cool. This is awesome. Very, very. It was cool. very cool and very exciting. So, with that said, thank you for sticking with us. It's only going to get better, and let's move on to some gaming news for the week. So, in the world of PlayStation, to tie in with the Witness, Jonathan Blow announced that the Witness has earned over five million dollars combined between Steam and PlayStation Four sales within his first week of launch. That's pretty impressive. You, that's you also so see impressive. that uh, he said that people really love to pirate that game, which is really? a shame. Yeah, yeah, it's very heavily pirated, which yeah. is a bummer wow. because, like Probably I said last episode, up. yeah, like I said last episode, he spent you know six to eight years on it, a lot of time. But absolutely, it's always going to happen. Uh, with that said, Blow mentioned that the team has yet to break even on the game due to the cost of the development. Uh, he did say if it keeps selling in the amount that it is, they should have a comfortable nest egg to help fund further games, which is cool. Sweet. I'm a big, big fan of, of both games, that game. So, Second bit of news for PlayStation is Sony announced a limited edition PS4 console bundle for Uncharted 4, releasing on the day the game comes out, April 26th. It's a custom bluish gray console with a included controller and it has a black silhouette of nathan drake on the top side of the Mm. console it will retail for 399 what's odd is in north america it comes with a 500 gigabyte hard drive whereas in europe they get a terabyte oh that's kind of a shame weird right is it the same price for both though i'm not sure what it is in europe but it's uh Yeah. Now, if you're a fan of the controller or you buy the system and you want a second controller to match it, they are going to sell the controller separately, similarly to how they do with the PlayStation 20th anniversary controller, which I picked up, uh, the second controller. They also said that there's going to be their their gold series headset. There's going to be a bluish-gray themed one for $99 you could pick up for that as well. So there's that. Uh, the next bit of news, while this game may be old, it's still a pretty good game in my opinion. Runner 2 Future Legend of Rhythm Alien will release on PS4 February 23rd at $9.99, so the day of my birthday. Another cool thing is if you bought the game on PlayStation Vita, you'll get it for free as it is cross-buy supported. Moving on to Xbox news, Microsoft released the community calendar for Xbox One, which provides a destination to help players easily discover hundreds of upcoming events, get involved, and meet other gamers, developers, and even some of the Xbox team. Not a whole lot going on in the world of Xbox. No, not really. It's a shame. I would love for them to have more developments, but Everyone's I get it. Everyone's still playing Tomb Raider, man. That's true, and then they <laughs> released the, uh, the Baba Yaga DLC. Which I, which I, which I would love to play. Yeah, it's like you like go into the woods and fight a witch, and there's bears and shit. I don't know. Well, I will tell you something. I'll play it, then we can talk about it. I will tell you one thing about Xbox that's going on: Uh, Red Dead Redemption stuff. Oh, very nice. See, that is cool. There we go. Into that. So Uh, that's what we had talked about first episode was that they were kind of releasing their 360 games kind of in little 
little bags of shit rather than one. Yeah, like one massive dump. <laughs> so the little bag of shit that has Red Dead Redemption is now available. So all y'all can go and grab it. Tucked right in. We have to dig it into it. Doesn't play like shit because I, I personally, I have had huge issues playing Xbox 360 games on the on the Xbox. Really? Really? Like Sometimes. what? Wow. Now we're gonna derail like, for a second. Uh, Fable Two would just chug along and freeze up a whole bunch. I feel um, like I've well. had Fallout Three crash out completely, as long as well as uh, Gears of War. Uh, they would just totally, totally crash out. Yeah, I've always had my issues with Gears of and War, then, so I'm not. Really- and apparently, like Halo Reach got so bad, it would dip to like you know in the teens for frames per second issues. So that's, that's wow. A deal. Yeah. Hopefully, they get that under control as it. Hopefully. All right. Well, moving on in the world of Nintendo, Nintendo announced <laughs> it sold over 20 million Amiibo and over 21 and a half million Amiibo cards. Can someone explain Amiibo to me? Um, so, so you know your favorite yeah. Nintendo characters? Yeah. What if you could buy them and put them on your shelf? Or <laughs> your desk. <laughs> <laughs> what if you could buy them? That's, That's my about favorite it. part. That's about all they're yeah. good for. Okay. What are they, like, why would I buy that? So well, they, there are some games that have like in-game content that you would use Amiibos for. Like in Super Smash Brothers, you can like uh, scan your Amiibo the same way that you would scan like a Skylander or something on the gamepad. And essentially like a computerized version of that character um, could fight against you. Um and that character would like level up and blah blah blah. In Yoshi's Woolly World, you can get different skins depending on what amiibo characters you have. Um, in and Super can... Mario Maker, if you put it Wait. on the pad, it'll give you a little eight bit version of that character to play Wait. in Super Mario Maker. But okay, so but okay, fine. Okay, so first off, weird. But the other thing, like that to me, didn't we already used to have that where it would just be CPU battle and instead of like having to buy a plastic thing and slap it down on your you controller, can, you just well, you select. Well, you still do CPU battle, yeah. but what's unique about Smash Brothers now same? is they get better as they play. So like they'll progress being way di- more difficult than like the hardest level nine in the game. Yeah, so they'll level up. So essentially, the more you play with it, the more it will recognize your play style against it. Like it'll start countering you, and it basically works as its own AI. Um, so it'll level up, and the degree of difficulty will be a lot better. That's oh, well, that's pretty cool. Actually. Well, mostly it's that looking cute on the shelf thing. Well. Yeah, I bet. You. Is there a zero suit Samus? There is. Mm. I I will say that I have okay, proudly, with that one. I have proudly held out and I have not bought uh, any. The I have ones, I have the three only ones that I have. The only ones that I have have been gifted to me or have been included in games. Am I the only one who's going to call out the word boughten? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I know that. I said that. Okay. That's Thank fine. you, Will. Thank you, Will. You're welcome. I will say that I might I may cave and buy the Ganondorf amiibo for the addition that it adds to Ooh. the Twilight Princess HD. Really? Oh. Yeah. If you put it in Twilight Princess HD, it uh, doubles the damage that enemies do to you. Whoa. Oh, that's makes really the game way cool. Harder. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's the thing. Huh. All right. Yeah. Cool. I'm I'm kind of not surprised that they've sold so many amiibos. I feel like if I was younger and still a kid when this came out, like all the amiibo stuff, I would have been trying to collect them all and use them in all my games and like I would have gone amiibo crazy. Like the equivalent to my Pokemon card childhood would have been amiibos. Yeah. Hmm. Which brings me to the amiibo cards which are also pretty cool i don't have any but everything that i've seen from them yeah so basically the only ones that i have seen in real life have been the one the amiibo cards for the uh, animal crossing like home decor game so essentially the amiibo cards they're like they're like normal playing cards type things with like beautiful art on them everything like that and you can scan them just like you can scan an amiibo and it'll give you in-game items and things like that. So in cool. the Animal Crossing game, it will you like buy a booster pack of these amiibo cards, and it basically unlocks new furniture, 
structure and stuff in the game that you wouldn't be able to have ordinarily. So the game has its own content, and then you can basically add on by buying these randomized packs of amoeba. Um, amiibo cards, which is pretty cool. I, uh, for Nintendo, that's actually a really good monetary plan for Nintendo. Yeah. I did buy a pack of the Animal Crossing cards. Oh, do you have it? <laughs> I've been wanting to get it. It's pretty good. I'm not surprised that they're selling like hotcakes. Yeah. That's uh, intriguing. Where I'm here. Antonio. Yeah, I was curious I'm about here. it. I think he's dead. I oh, there just, he is. Okay, I was just listening. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he just really doesn't like talking he's about like, it. He's he just, like, he just really hates Amiibos. I reckon, he's like, I just want to see where this goes. That's interesting. All right, well, I mean, um, maybe I'll maybe I'll consider that. I've been debating whether I should get a Wii U, so maybe that'll be push yeah. factor to buy some more collectibles. To put on I mean, shelf. I would also, since they are an, announcing the NX soon, I would check to see whether that's going to be backwards compatible well, or not. If Amiibos are the driving factor that gets you to buy a Wii U, I don't think we can be friends anymore. <laughs> that's <laughs> true, this, too. That's going to be the damaging factor. Oh, my gosh. That will be the thing? Yeah. That, oh, that, that means God. I got a lot of leeway. Different. <laughs> so, so we've yeah. talked about Amiibos. The, the other thing that's been, that I saw in the news that was really cool, that's also kind of Nintendo-related, uh, but it's Pokemon related. Is the uh, Pokemon music on vinyl? Have you guys heard about that? They are releasing Pokemon music, the original soundtrack on vinyl, which is the most hipster thing that I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. It's very specifically weird. Yes, but I also very specifically want it right now. Uh, mm, right? Mm, mm, you know, okay. Mm. So, uh, all right, I can't withhold my opinionation right now. No, I, I want to know. I, I okay. So, I love the original Pokemon Red, Blue, Gold soundtrack, and just the game in and of itself was amazing. Um, and part of what hooked me to that is I could always like hum along with those songs. But I feel like, first off, who the hell has a CD player, let alone vinyl record player? You, well, you know, you know, we're also like kind of a weird. But I, group, I can so. also say that I would never listen to music from a Game Boy in vinyl. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> it's also That's like true. it's based around like it's like eight bit music. Like it's yeah. not. It's hard for me to conceptualize that being quality soundtrack. But the vinyl does look like a Pokeball, so that's yeah. Oh, well, then I'm sold. Done. <laughs> That's all you need to know. That's really. it. That's what I need. That's going to go right on the wall. That ain't going to get a record player <laughs> you don't have. It's going to go on the wall. That's why you buy it. Okay, now I understand. <laughs> Take it back. Yeah. It's for decoration only. It's a it's, decorative it piece. It technically is a vinyl, and if you wanted to use it to play music, if you, you could. If you felt but... like being that way. Antonio, do you think that you would buy this to play in your record player collection? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Well, I'll be the only one. Uh, I'll let you guys. Well, know hang how out great it we'll just you know what? What you do is you buy it, and we'll on the next podcast you'll put it up, and you'll just play like a half clip, but not long enough that we could get sued. We don't get <laughs> we don't get money for this anyway, so we might five seconds. Yeah. You're severely overestimating our audience right now. And you might be right. But yeah. So I'm excited about it. No one else is. All of but. our fans, our dearest fans, <laughs> they, um, of which we really, we really, truly appreciate. They all stop listening now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, what's next? List. Well, if we're staying on the Pokemon topic, there's that Detective Pikachu game. Detective Japan only at the Detective. moment. So this game, this game came out in Japan, and it is... Very much like Professor Layton, uh, if if the detective was Pikachu, Detective, and it's like live action, him running around with a little boy. But he has crime. a but he has mm. but he has a grown man content. Japanese voice. Yeah, and the most interesting <laughs> thing to me about <laughs> that, oh, Tommy, as, let's go. As soon as that came out and got to the North American audience, the uh, survey or poll went up immediately, trying to get Danny DeVito to do the voice for. Uh, Detective Pikachu. Oh my god, that would I be just, okay. amazing. 
If you haven't seen it, there's a clip on YouTube that someone made of this the the trailer of the game dubbed with Danny DeVito, and it's perfect. Oh no! I dropped my magnum. magnum he, he straight up goes like, he straight up takes stuff from like the Batman Returns movie where he's like, "I'm an animal" and stuff like that. It's so oh my god. <laughs> I don't know that that would ever fly in terms of like an actual corporate decision. That is, br- I would watch that. That sounds. I play sounds this. So good. <laughs> Pokemon hosted by Danny DeVito. Yeah. So oh, we've talked about Pokemon on vinyl. We've talked about De- Detectichu. What else is in the news? We've got uh, rumors going strong that Nintendo's localizing Mother 3, which is until, well, if it comes out in the States, has only seen a Japanese release. If true, and it does come to America, it would be a gift to everyone who's been begging Nintendo for the past 10 years. It would be. Because it would be the the 10th year anniversary. The game came out in 2006. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even think of so that. So that's another reason really? why the rumors wow. are strong is because people have been begging for 10 years, and if they're going to release it, a 10 year anniversary would be a pretty good time. Mm. I would say I would, I would be very excited to play that. Even if I had yeah. to do it on my Wii U, I would yeah. be super excited. Uh, next up is mm. arguably the biggest news of the week, which was that Nintendo finally shared information about how their new network that's going to compete with PlayStation Network and Xbox Live will work. They call it My Nintendo. And there is a lot of information on our website about it. And uh, we're going to go over that in a little bit. As far as miscellaneous gaming news, Doom 4 will be launching on PS4 and Xbox One on May 13th. It'll be... There was, and it was like a weekend beta, because I downloaded it. Yeah, I downloaded it, logged in, and it was like, the beta's over. And I was like, oh, that's cool. How did that? Yeah. No. Uh, No idea. Looks like it plays fast, frantic, and brutal. (laughs) Um, The game will be... Like Quake Live or something? Uh, The game will be $60, but you can order a $120 collector's edition that includes a 12-inch demon statue and a metal case. You know, my favorite thing about games these days is that I can... Yeah, I know. I, my favorite thing about you? games these days <laughs> is that I can't pay twice as much. Yeah. And a statue. Are you there? Statues, but that's I do enjoy more. statues. I mean, it's fair. I think we'll get into, I think we should, we'll have an episode where we talk about the state of the industry. I would just love to get into that. Yeah, but that's cool. I'm I'm curious. I want to see how that plays because I I did love Doom back in. I feel like uh, that revitalization might be a really good thing. Yeah, everything mm-hmm. that I've seen so far of it looks so good. The combat mm-hmm. looks really really fun. Yeah, I'm excited to get my hands on it. Hell yeah! <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's next, Antonio? Uh, before the game launches on May 24th, you'll be able to take a test run of Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Oh, I'm so excited. <gasps> yes. There is, if you go on our website, there's a link where you can register for the beta for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Oh, dude, what? Are, I'm doing that now. There's, there's no details on what section of the game you'll be testing, just that there's a beta coming up. The next bit of news is, to no surprise, Warner Brothers announced the Mac and Linux versions of Batman Arkham Knight have been canceled. Oh. Yeah, those who pre-ordered and paid for a copy of the game can request a full refund through Steam. Okay. That was was a joke on the PC. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was a train wreck. Yeah, it was a little bit, yeah. Next bit of news is Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens was leaked and then officially confirmed for a June 28th, 2016 release date on PS4, PS3. It's worth noting that the PlayStation platform has exclusive downloadable content. It's also coming to PlayStation Vita, Xbox One, Xbox 360, Wii U, and the entire Nintendo 3DS family, as well as Windows PC. There's also the teaser trailer for that on our website. 
And the last final bit of news is the closed beta for the division is underway and impressions have been generally mixed. The game will launch on PS4, Xbox One, and PC on March 8th of this year. Huh. Has anyone played the beta? Because I have not. I, You know, I haven't. I, I planned to, didn't end up pulling the trigger on that, but I have heard great things. I've heard good things of basically when you're playing multiplayer with people that you know. I've heard yeah. that it's not as great when you are playing alone. I mean, I mean, it's a, a massive multiplayer online game or plays like, you know, the same way that Destiny does. Mm-hmm. Um, Destiny's Child, you know. So, <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, <laughs> but from what I've heard, um, some of the folks in the group that I raid with in Destiny were playing it, and they really enjoy playing it when they're all playing together. That's my biggest yeah. fear is that it's just going to be too much like Destiny. Yeah. Because I'm not a Destiny yeah. Oh, really? I've heard a lot. No? I've, I've heard. I've heard a lot of comparisons to Destiny as far I, as how it plays. I feel like the one thing Destiny did well is just give you a reason to keep coming back for a second raid. You know, uh, which is kind of hard to do in a game like that, where it's like grind, 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 so you can grind, grind, grind. Yeah. Um. You know, feel. I felt like, and I've put Destiny on hold because Fallout Four came out, and you know. Um, Rise of the Tomb Raider came out, and all these other games, Battlefield, uh, yes, came out, and I haven't jumped back into it yet. But when I did jump into it, I definitely felt like I wanted to pull more of my time and recruit more of my friends to play with. So if that's if the division can offer me that, I mean, that's still a significant number of hours. That's like a good five to six hundred hours of play time with friends online where we meet up on purpose so i'm not i'm not hugely opposed to that idea oh speaking of destiny i just thought of another piece of news that's probably noteworthy um the the president of bungie stepped down uh, oh back. whoa yeah harold ryan oh, yeah kind of been the face of bungie for like since the halo days and now he's just gone which is very mm-hmm. you know very, why did that do, do you know why that happened uh i don't actually uh I think the statement that everybody got was very much like a PR based, you know, like we wish him the best in his future endeavors kind of thing. Of course. So Hmm. questionable. Maybe maybe he didn't like destiny either. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, this, you guys, this game is. I know that there's been a lot of talk about how destiny has kind of plateaued right now there's not a lot of new content coming out and what is coming out are like small little bits here and there of like the sparrow racing and iron banner coming on now and then so maybe it has something to do with that yeah perhaps so hmm Interesting indeed. Well, we'll see how it goes. I, I'm curious. I, the division always—I mean—it struck my interest when it first was kind of announced. Was that E3 where they first brought it out like mm-hmm. three years ago? Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds super cool!" But you know, again, I as these games oh. develop and as their competition on the market is also, you know, becoming more and more impressive, I'm kind of like, oh, "All right, well, it's just another one of these things." So we'll see how it goes. I'll definitely. I mean, I'll tell you right off the bat. I will play it. Definitely interested in purchasing, but maybe not directly as a launch title. I uh, I'm on the same boat with you. When they when they first announced it, I was super pumped. But I was also super pumped for Watch Dogs when they announced it. And, and look what that yeah, was. So, although I did pay for Watch Dogs, Ubisoft has a sale. Ubisoft has a history of being like, "This is what we're going to deliver," and then not actually delivering that. So technically, technically, if we want to get weird about it. They did deliver on what they said they were going to. They just very seriously embellished. Then you look at the things. Look at that E three trailer from when yeah. Watch Dogs was revealed and what it actually looked like. And you, that's not even the same game. It's not even the same thing at all. But te- they're like, you can hack credit cards and you can do that. But, <laughs> and, <laughs> you're not wrong. It's just not delivering. Taking a lot of liberty in there. They did take a lot of liberty with their things, yeah. So hopefully they don't do that with Division. I do have good news for those Mm. of us who didn't try the um, 
the closed beta that was last weekend. Um, there is going to be an open beta coming this month, um, reportedly from February 16th to the 21st. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have some time, and you can play that open beta even if you didn't pre-order. Really? Um, yes. Wow. That's, that's, that's what surprising. I bet. Well, I wonder if that's because the whole big thing that we were talking about last round. Am I just, I'm just, okay, I'm just going to say a thing that we don't reference. Okay, fine. So the, <laughs> uh, the, the piece where, weren't, weren't you mentioning last round that, you know, people would buy, they pre-ordered the game to get into the beta and then cancel their pre-order? Oh, yes. And th- that's right, why they right. stopped doing it for PSN. So right. if they, if they Do you can't... think that's just an answer to that? Well, I think probably the reason why they're having this open beta, I mean, the, the reason why you would have a beta in general for a, a multiplayer online game is to stress your servers to make yeah. sure that your launch goes smooth. So, so if, they didn't, if they didn't have... <laughs> There's that, yep. But if they didn't have enough people to really stress test it during their closed beta, which admittedly was like pretty short. Like, I mean, the four of us didn't get on. So that goes to show, mm-hmm. you know, how many people actually made time to go ahead and do that. Plus like you had a pre-order. hour turnaround. Yeah. So if they, didn't, if they didn't get the results that they were looking for, then an open beta is really the only answer. Yeah, that's true. And or they didn't want the backlash of the suppliers saying, you know, we had so many potential sales that were canceled because they literally only wanted to get into your beta. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it could be a couple, uh, a lot of things, but at least from probably a couple factors, from a yeah. troubleshooting standpoint, that would make sense to me. I got you. Or also so. tech heads. <laughs> I know. Drives our thinking processes. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, so that's going to be an open beta starting on February 16th. Um, So I think the last thing that we have in terms of news uh, is a really cool app that just released on iOS and I believe coming to Android soon, if not by Cartoon Network. It was their first game um, that they basically made and released. It's called OKKO, like KO as in knockout. Um, And it's free right now on the App Store. Um, And it's actually really good. Um, It plays kind of like um, Castle Crashers. Uh, I also never played that. The worst. It's basically like a... Side scroller combat, collect things that drop off of um, enemies. Like the the kid that you play as is like this punching little short dude. Uh, haven't gotten too far into the game. I mm. pretty much just played like the the beginning tutorial and like the got to the beginning zone. Um, but it plays really well on phone. Like I'm actually really impressed at how well it's playing on my iPhone. What iPhone do you have? I have the iPhone 6. Okay. So, okay. But, like, a lot of iOS games that are more, like, you have to almost use it like it's a controller, I've Mm -hmm. shied away from because the controls have been not as intuitive. Um, But this game plays really well just using Mm -hmm. the touchscreen. So that alone has impressed me. So I'm going to keep playing it, and it's free. Um, so I'd pick it up if I were you. Cool. I may check that out. All right. So topic of the show. You guys know what it is? Uh, uh, Nintendo account. The uh, Nintendo accounts. Yes. So this will be interesting. Do you guys think my Nintendo, do you think with my Nintendo uh, that the company is trying to play catch up with not this generation, but last generation, which was well over eight years ago? So do you guys think they're trying to compete with that? Or do you think that the service is actually going to leapfrog and possibly be better than what both Sony and Microsoft currently offer? Uh, I will say it's tough to be in a position where you're competing with someone like Microsoft because they just knocked it out of the park with their online service for Xbox 360. 
Oh, without a doubt, hands down, they were way better than no, PlayStation Network. Set the bar, and that makes sense. They have definitely taken step backs that they're now fixing with the Xbox One, but I think Nintendo is going to continue to do their own thing. I think that they're, I think that they're going to have some kind of hook to this that makes it stand out from from what Sony and and Microsoft are doing. Um, I do think that they have to have to have to embrace a unified account uh, because I, I'm just so tired of buying the same game over and over on every system. Right. They, they gotta, they've got to live in the now. It's interesting to see the volley back and forth between Microsoft and Sony. So, you know, last generation Xbox ruled. I mean, they were hands down. It was what, $50, $60? And it was well worth it because the online was solid. It was almost never down you could send voice chats you had achievements you had all these things right out of the gate uh they had xbox live they pioneered that sony kind of played catch up they introduced trophies like a couple months into the like within the first year of of playstation 3 coming out all of a sudden they were patching and scrambling to patch older games like uncharted they were like oh hey you can now earn trophies if you play through the game again and Maybe then this generation, but I, I, trophies have never been something that have gotten me to go back to a game. Right, but I'm saying it's something that Sony was like, "Oh, we should do that too." Yeah. And then you know, this generation came out. Sony's now charging for the service. It's notoriously gone down quite a few times. As much mm-hmm. as I love PlayStation, it just isn't up as much as Microsoft's system is. Uh, but it was interesting because Sony kind of came back at Microsoft with. Uh, free games you would get they would give you free games each month and then microsoft answered to that with games with gold Mm -hmm. and not only that but with the uh, introduction of xbox 360 compatible titles since last november every 360 game that has come out for that service is also compatible with xbox one that's something sony cannot say so it's been this interesting game back and forth and now nintendo just kind of is going to come in the middle of that i don't know if i can see nintendo charging for their online service i think i don't think they can absolutely yeah that strikes me as something that they wouldn't necessarily get into pride themselves in the free free online Uh, i also don't think that they'll do any kind of games for gold kind of equivalent where you'll get you know free games for subscribing to something uh just because they their their old IPs are where all their value is, you know, and giving that to and they and they know is, that yeah, yeah, giving that to people for free is just is ridiculous. Um, I think they'll probably do like a rewards kind of thing where if you buy stuff digitally from them, you get you know points and coupons to use, but that's probably will be the extent of it. I just they are, they are. I'm actually going to touch on some of those points if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, so please. here's some of the thi- here's some of the things they're adding. So uh, just some extra uh, things from. Let me see here. Uh, for example, we started offering Nintendo account registrants a birthday special discount. So that's cool. On your birthday, you get a discount for certain games. That isn't here in America. They've been doing that in Japan, but that will be coming over here in America. Uh, I don't think Sony or Microsoft give you really anything for your birthday. So discount, mm-hmm. why not? Uh, now there's also... So if any of you heard of Club Nintendo, it's what Nintendo used to have, and you had platinum points and you had gold points. You're going to have platinum and gold points in my Nintendo, and here's how it's going to work, or a rough idea. So it says... My Nintendo, at the formal launch, will start a points-based rewards program which can be used both on dedicated game systems and smart devices. My Nintendo will be a brand new and unique service which has been deploying its business on dedicated systems and will now expand its business to include apps for smart devices. That was exactly what I just said. Why would they say that twice? I hate Nintendo. Hold on. Is that... Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. (laughs) Don't worry, I'm going to edit all this out. Here it is. <laughs> no, so, you aren't. We're going to post it like it oh, is. Oh, no. No, you're not. Straight up live. Uh, so. But your question, though, Antonio, is, is Nintendo, is my Nintendo launching the same time the Miitomo comes out? They're supposed to be, yeah. They're supposed to be both launch, launching in March. Yeah. Okay. 
So uh, according to Nintendo from their whole QA session, it says, We will offer platinum points when consumers play smart device apps, when they log on to Nintendo eShop, or when they meet certain conditions. We will offer gold points for digital purchases on Wii U and 3DS games. Um, huh. So you're going to be able to use these points to get discounts on digital games or physical goods. And the neat thing is you're not going to get just get points for buying things. You're going to get points for doing things. You're going to get points points for playing their games. You're going to get points for, uh, as you know, there's a partnership with Nintendo and Universal. So let's say you go to Universal, you interact with some of the Nintendo stuff there, you're going to get points for that. That eventually the will be Mecha able Amiibos. to... Sure, the Mecha Amiibos. <laughs> and those will be redeemable. So it's That's interesting because they're system than the club Nintendo. Oh yeah, I mean, then you had to fill out all those surveys, and you would just put one or two answer, yeah, you know, and, words answers for them, and, and you, you just didn't care. Save up your points for after the expiration date, so they were never like accurate results. That way, you could just get more points, and that yeah, was, that whole thing was such a mess. It's it, the club Nintendo was a neat idea, but it was very very uh, survey based, yeah, which put off a lot of people. Business. Well, and this is drive a reason to do it, other than cheap. Right, and this is so much better because this is saying, "Hey, you know, get to know our 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 characters, RIP player games, be around Nintendo's Mm -hmm. universe, and we'll reward you for that." It's so much better than just saying, "Oh, cool, you bought this game, sweet. Here's uh, twenty points. Oh, if you want fifty more, fill out this survey." Oh, by the way, your points expire after about a year too, so you better use those. <laughs> yeah. That's a shame, yeah. Not into it. But I find it interesting because neither Microsoft nor Sony reward you in any way for uh, <clears throat> playing their games. The only re- the only the only uh, real rewards I get are with the PlayStation credit card. I put stuff on my card and then I can redeem the points that I get from it, but that's having to have a credit card. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I think that it just makes sense, you know? And it feels good. Like, when this comes out, like, as a customer, like, I'm going to feel good about buying stuff. Yeah. And I'm going to feel like they they get me, you know? Right. They, let's, like, let's wait understand me, man. What that actually materializes to, though, before we start saying that, because it could be... That's true. If, like, the... Not what you want, you know? Or, like, if the points that you would have to get in order to get any of the rewards are, like, ridiculous. Like, I would need to buy 20 games before I yeah. can, you know, redeem them for an If we're talking hours into Smash Brothers before I get, you know, 25 cents off of the eShop title, that's probably not going to be. If we're talking friggin', yeah. like, power-up rewards points. I was just going to say that because that the GameStop power-up rewards points frustrates me because Straight I have to wait, bullshit. like... A year and a half before I can actually it's do anything. Essentially, like you're not earning anything at all. I boycotted GameStop years ago, so they're not. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and Amazon, mm. I get a better experience. I'll be straight up honest about it. I get a better experience yeah. shopping online. Ship that shiz to my house. And if you're a Prime member, you get twenty percent off if you buy the game within the first two weeks or you pre-order it. Yeah, dude, hella true. Yeah. I, I did have a bad experience with Amazon, but I'm hoping that it was only a one-off. They sent you two of the same thing instead of one? No. It, oh. Basically, I had pre-ordered Fallout 4 for PlayStation 4, and they sent me the PC version. No! And I like took vacation off to play the game and everything. Well, then you can still <laughs> buy PC games on disc. Yeah. That's funny. I didn't actually know that you could do that still. I I was I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. But I mean, I, I I've had Amazon Prime. Like I, everything else has been totally fine, except for that one experience. But it was also Fallout Four, so I was like extra mad. Yeah, Fallout Four is pretty dope. Ooh, you know what? Okay, I have a tangent about that for a half second, which is Fallout Four. Uh, did you see the destructible environments thing that you guys that they mentioned? No. There's like a no new way. patch update for PC version PC users 
of Fallout 4. I'll find the source. I'll add it to our website so we can see it. Um, but Fallout 4 is adding destruct like more destructible environment support um, through the NVIDIA like um, driver. So versus, you know, you're walking around in the wasteland and like, okay, cool. It's like buildings falling apart. Now you drop a fat man on a building and the building is no more. Like oh, so long wow. as it doesn't actually include a doorway to somewhere that you would need to go, like an internal environment, uh, walls will fall, floors will crumble. Um, you know, environments will just get wrecked. That is pretty cool. Actually really cool. But yeah. totally off it's a, the topic. It's a pretty yeah, big deal. Absolutely, but I thought it was appropriate for the moment since you did mention Fallout 4. Let me see here. So a couple other things for the Nintendo my Nintendo. They're gonna give you a just for you offer with discount codes. Uh, similar to PlayStation and Xbox, if you purchase something on the website, it automatically download onto your 3DS and Wii U. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I that. So that, yeah. if it's just for you, like that means like in theory, other people may never get the same kind of deal or price on something that you might get. Possibly, because that just seems... or or I think it may be tailored to a specific like maybe the game type of games you play. It's like oh, we see you like Mario Kart and this other Mario game. Okay, that makes more sense. Like yeah. the like the you might like on Netflix. I can't imagine a world where they're like giving you more of a discount than something on than somebody else is getting. No, I rather do. I think no. they're just gonna they're just gonna tailor it more and curate it more to what you like. Yeah, that, that makes, makes more sense. sense. Um, it also says platinum points can be exchanged for a range of digital content, some of which will be exclusive to my Nintendo members. On the slide, it shows what appears to just be Nintendo themes. Mm. Um, so I don't know if maybe that'll also include downloadable content, maybe uh, virtual console games. It doesn't show any of that. Uh, and then it says gold points can be exchanged for discount coupons, which can be used when you purchase a Wii U or 3DS downloadable title from Nintendo. So they're basically confirming that it's the, the my Nintendo account will not just be an NX thing. It will be for your 3DS and your Wii U as well. It's well, yeah. right. It's going to be 3DS, Wii U, gotcha. the web, uh, as well as whatever their smartphone games are that are coming. Their smartphone games as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're really reaching out to everything. It will, it's scheduled to become available in a total of 39 countries when it launches. Sweet. That's pretty cool. Do they have a so, launch window or just sign-ups? Because I wouldn't imagine that sign-ups are sign-ups, sign-ups started in December in Japan, mm-hmm. and they should go live along with the smartphone app Is it going in America live worldwide? in March. Is it going live worldwide simultaneously? Or is it like yeah, it doesn't say, okay. but I, I would assume so because yeah. they're they're talking about. I mean, at the start, which the start for America is March, no concrete day yet. So I'd imagine it's these other thirty nine countries as well, well thirty eight countries, mm. which are all listed on the slide it'll, on the website. It'll probably so. go live the same day Mitomo goes live. I bet. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's gonna. Ha- I'm sure that's what's gonna happen. Or I feel like I feel like either that or my Nintendo is gonna go live. Maybe a week before, a couple of days before, you could you'll, you know you'll be able to set up your accounts. Uh, if you have a My Nintendo Network, uh, My uh, My Nintendo, wow! If you have a Nintendo Network ID, that looks like it's gonna just be what you use as your My Nintendo account. That will be your account. You'll also be able to use a email address. Uh, looks like also Facebook, possibly you'll be able to use or uh, a Google a login decision. Well, you know what? So, as long I as I don't have to friend people using my friend code on my 3DS or my Wii U anymore, it's just going to be so much easier. Dear God, I it hope not. It was such a pain to connect to people using those, like, what was it? Like 12-digit randomized codes. Make sure you both of you type in the code at the exact same time and hit OK. Yeah, I'm ready. Mm. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Please. I'm ready to have friends. <laughs> uh, so, awesome. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I'm and looking it's gonna, it's to gonna, it. It's going to slowly kind of expand from, from there once it releases. Mm. So it'll be a gradual, as if it hasn't been slow and gradual enough, yeah. uh, rollout. Cool. 
Oh, wow. So Club Nintendo went from 2003 to 2015, 12 years. That's a good clip wow. of time, I feel like. I was a member from day one. <laughs> now, that it, was, it wasn't two thousand. Cool things from it. I was going to say, it wasn't 2003 in America. Yeah. Because I remember, I remember signing up for it. So it, was in, it came to America within the past like eight years. Yeah. Uh, this yeah, was, was 2003 like in Japan. Japan thing before it was here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Japan always got way better stuff than we did in America. We always constantly got gypped. We got some digital stuff, <laughs> I remember and we got I like <laughs> a case. I remember when they had that awesome Super Famicom virtual console controller. That was uh, like, oh, yes, man. and then it never came here, and I was so mad. And I got like stickers. Yeah, we got like stickers and Reggie a hand towel. Here is your standard yeah. consolation prize. Yeah, they were they were pretty they were pretty piss poor in America. Yeah, sucked. They weren't that hot. So hopefully this makes things, you know, hopefully things are a lot better. Yeah, I think awesome. it definitely sounds like it's going to be a good start, especially if it's going to be as inclusive as they say that it is. They're finally learning how social interaction works and how the internet works and that's a really good thing because yeah it's kind of crucial to them staying relevant agreed and True. they need to have they need to have things like everyone else has like cloud saves cross by cross save i want to be able to take my game save from uh shovel knight or mario 3 back and forth between portable and a uh, home console i just want to be yeah. able to buy a game and then have it be locked somewhere that i purchased that game and i have access to it. right yeah they think that's that's the thing is nintendo hasn't really locked down the ecosystem yet no if right everything that you buy is locked it's been horrendous one console that you buy it on yeah so if you and this happened to me when i i my white Wii broke mm. you know, and i got one of the black ones when they came out uh and i they wanted me to rebuy everything. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to ever do that. That's stupid. So it's just, it's mm-hmm. such a frustrating thing that. Did you, did you ever contact them and get it resolved? It was a huge. Because they'll resolve it for you. So I, I had a similar issue where I, I had like my Wii U. Six years ago. Okay. I had my Wii U. I sold it. Got another one. And apparently my uh, ID was still tied to the old serial number. I removed my account, but it didn't remove my ID. So I had to contact support and a Nintendo engineer. It took them 72 hours. Well, that's not bad at all. To tr- <laughs> no, not at all. To transfer to wow. transfer all the stuff I purchased from an old Wii U oh to a God. new one. I was like, Dude. I can see all my purchases. All right. Like, wow. realist, like you and I and all of us, like, we it was uh, bad. Like, we're willing to put up with a whole bunch of stuff. Like, but it, geez, is, it is 2016. But, like, there is no time God. for this nonsense. Nobody yeah. has time for that. And, like, a lesser mortal would usually just be like, all right, that and go to Xbox now. Yeah. I like how you are implying that people who are not informed on video game culture are lesser mortals you know hey we're all entitled to our opinions and the lesser beings are filthy oh my god you don't know about zelda plebs yeah do you even game bro dost thou even (laughs) game rep experience i can be part of this podcast i think we need to disband what is well i guess well that's that's our okay well i'm excited to see how that plays out and uh you know I'm looking forward to the next piece. Yeah. I guess that wraps up the topic then. I think it does. So with that said, feel free to send all of your questions, comments, concerns, and hate mail at uh, will to podcast. If you you listen, the police are already coming for him. They are already already coming for Will. Okay. We know you hate Will so, so much, yeah, so, so we call the police on him. You can send uh, any hate mail you have, and I will make an absolute purpose to not read it. I'll make a point. No, uh, but do send us your comments and transcripts because we do want to do better for you, and I think it's fun to chat and shoot the shenanigans. Get a dialogue going, a conversation. Ask us questions. We'll answer them, and it'll be great. We'll talk about things that you want to talk about. And we'll say things like, good time, 10 out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) 
what are we IGN? God, is that what they? Is that a thing they say? Is that am I actually stealing something? Because I would be very disappointed. No, I don't think. I don't think so. Real. No, I don't. I don't think it is. Okay. Um, I was like, so yeah, yeah reach like, out to us on Twitter mm. uh, or shoot us an email at podcast at pixelwaiter Cool. And please, please tune in next week for episode four. It is literally going to be the best episode. Can I talk about it a little bit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell them. Tell them why, Danny. So, I'm excited. Next week, we have a great show for you. So, as we all know, uh, this month is the month of love. Valentine's Day is just around the corner. And so, next week, we are going to have a special Valentine's Day themed episode all about romance, love, and glitter. with Nico. I'm just going to talk about Lee Jusu Larry the whole time. So we're going to talk about like really great romances and romance arcs that have been in video games. Who you all the folks that we would make out with in like Dragon Age and Fallout and like, I don't know, really embarrassing stuff about how like, I don't know, when I was like seven years old playing The Sims, I would make them make out and got like really uncomfortable. We'll talk about it all. We're going to talk about all that and how Shell's kind of got that like freaky hot weird thing about the fact that she's mute in uh, Portal. We'll oh, for that. sure. Yeah. Oh, all right then. I'm into that. Even more important, God willing, wow. we'll have another member site. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, we're going to have Alex. Alex is going to join hopefully, us. Hopefully. We'll finally hopefully, be yeah. a full we'll team again. We'll the full team. And the audio should sound significantly better because everyone will have new mics. That's true. Mine's coming on Monday. Mine's coming sometime soon. Sweet. So tune in next week. Send us your emails at podcast at pixelraider.com. We got you. We got you. All right, guys. Well, this is Antonio. You can find me again on Twitter at underscore, tone zone underscore. Uh, and I'm Will. You can find me on Twitter at at scotch underscore man. And I'm Danny. You can find me on the Twitter at Danny Rivera. Uh, I'm Tristan. You can find me at Tron Dude. See you next week. See you See next ya. week, guys. Bye.